Taxation policy? Got it. Racism in America? Got it. Who the hell do we think we are? We don't have any evidence to, to, to counter it, any solid evidence to counter it, and you decide to overlook it or try to find a way around it with some nonsense in order to keep a position? That makes you an extremist. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. This video is brought to you by Hobby Lobby Apparel. Yeah, I said it. Hobby Lobby Apparel. If you're looking to make a statement politically or you're just looking to show your support for local independent American artists and, of course, looking to support the show at the same time, well, go over to HobbyLobbyApparel.com right now and start shopping. You can click the link in the description below or go to the link down at the bottom of the screen. Every time you shop, you support the show, but you also get to look fly at the same time. Whether you got pets, whether you got children, or you're looking for something yourself, Hobby Lobby Apparel has something for everybody. Now. Let's get into the video. This tribal talking points, right? That controls and controls. That means if you're black or if you're LGBTQ or if you're Mexican, then you somehow have to feel like the only way for you to be validated or the only way for is Democrat. That's the extreme mindset, right? It's, it's, it's roping you in. It's, it's convincing you that the other person is so evil and so twisted that the only way to protect you from them is to vote, right? And then I shift my vision from that mindset and then I shift it over and I see and I look, what are the conservatives saying? What are the big political pundits on the conservative side, the Glenn Becks and the Candace Owens and the Officer Tatum the bench appears what are they saying right what is the message on the conservative side right how are we winning over these new demographics that's coming into the country who may not agree with us who may not believe ideal or whatever the case may be what are we saying what is our message to them but we're not talking to them what we're doing is we're talking to ourselves we're telling everybody who agrees with us hey you got to double down on this you got to stand up for your rights country they're not trying to convince the other side to agree with them. They're trying to double down on the base. Keep the people who are already in your camp, keep them there, right? And then we keep eating and eating and eating and eating. That's why we, every time you look at a documentary or anything, right? Like, I believe that the documentary that, um, that wash, what is a woman? Very clever, right? I haven't seen it. I plan on seeing it. I think it's a very clever and very important subject that we cover in America, right? We got to pay attention to it. I really do believe that. And more power to him. Candace Owens came out with a documentary about And many people believe that it was a very important documentary that people needed to see, right? Okay. I know with 100% that Candace Owens, Matt Walsh, the whole Daily Wire, all of them, I know for certain whose side they're on. They don't make it a secret. They don't and stuff that's act like they're neutral, but at the same time push a certain agenda behind and try to act like they're not, right? I can at least appreciate the honesty. But one thing I don't is if you know you have a bias, if you know you have a bias, why not try to fix that bias? Why not work to see other perspectives instead of only feeding what you know your people already believe and agree with? Where's the challenge? How do you expand your mind? How do you learn and grow if you only want to double down on the things your side already agree with? And guess what? 
point where we have TV shows that specifically tailored towards certain people's political ideologies. You cannot watch movies and TV shows without knowing that somebody's going to try to put some kind of political ideology on you, right? And it brings me to the movie that just came out, Bud Lightyear, or Buzz Lightyear, right? Buzz Lightyear, and I'm going to talk about it. I'm gonna, uh, We're going to discuss it, right? But we're in this moment where these two tribes are deciding to go completely opposite directions. And now you're going to have TV for one political agenda, and you're going to have TV for a separate political agenda. And guess what? Each side is going to tell you that the other side is trying to destroy America. And each side believes that they are 100% correct. They have the logical arguments on their side, the stats, the data. How in the hell is everybody right? How in the hell is everybody right? And the people that don't agree with you must be wrong on all of their positions. How in the hell is that possible? Or maybe, or humans in general are just crazy. Maybe we're just crazy, right? Maybe we are just out of our freaking minds. I thought about myself, right? I looked inside, looked inside, like, like a light shined upon me, right? And I started asking myself, well, who the hell am I? How do I know that I'm not a, I'm not brainwashed and I'm a fanatic? How the hell do I know that I'm not just drinking my own Kool-Aid over and over and down and down in it? And I keep telling myself that all of my ideas are rational. All my ideas are logical. I got the statistics to back it up and I can just destroy this liberal in this conversation and I can point out all the flaws of the Biden administration and I can show you why Donald Trump was a better president and I can do all of these things, right? We're crazy. We're crazy. And the only way, the only reason that crazy looks good is if the people watching you are also crazy. Right? B.S. Lewis, what's up? Your best buddy, what's up? Like, I heard, look, for example, I went, yes, the other day I Googled myself. I Googled myself. I looked up uh, Javier, Javier, right? On Google. And, oh, Google listening. <laughs> but the other day I looked at myself. I said, uh, Javier, Javier, I looked it up. And, you know, my YouTube channel came up and my uh, Twitter and stuff like that. And then I scrolled out a little bit. And then I had a conversation with the white nationalists on my show. If, if y'all remember, if y'all haven't seen it, y'all should definitely go check it out, right? And I had uh, a conversation with a white nationalist on my show. And we had a long conversation about it, right? And he was saying things about black crime is high in America and these are the reasons that uh, white people don't want black people in America stuff. We had this whole conversation, right? And then I remember thinking to myself, I was like, hey, if only black people could get the crime rates down in, in, in their communities, if, if, if black people as a, as a whole in general could find a way to fix the crime problem in black communities, that's one less argument we could take off of the the the, the white nationalist racist talking point that happened. Then I won't have to sit here and argue with a white nationalist about why the black community has such a high crime rate, right? I have to sit here and I have to face that, right? I don't believe that that justifies his position, but that's something that I have to wrestle with. So I'm scrolling down after I Google myself and I come across the recording that between me and him 
and it shows up on his website where he posted the conversation. And I started going through the comments, right? I treated this guy with respect, even though I totally disagree with his position. I tried to have a, a very decent conversation, right? All good to it. But the comment section of the people who follow his show, they were calling me the N word. They were calling me the N word with mixed with like uh, Mexican slurs and things of that sort, right? It doesn't matter how nice I was. It doesn't matter how intellectual the conversation was. My temperament it didn't matter. These fools really believe that because they are racist pieces of garbage, that here I am trying to fix a problem. Here I am trying to talk to a white nationalist racist and have a real conversation. And all these people can do is think to insult me based on my skin color. And these same people who call themselves conservatives. Now, me being who I am, I, I'm smart enough to know that these guys don't represent the conservative movement. I'm smart enough to know that these are not the conservative intellectuals. I know that, right? I know they're a very small fringe part of what you would consider conservative. I, I can barely even call them that, right? But they would call themselves that, right? And then after I saw that, I decided to take a journey and I went to some, some liberal programs that I listened to, right? And I started reading their comment sections. And I started to see about how oppressed black people were and how black people needed so much help. And without, you know, liberal policies, basically white saviors coming to save black people, that black people would never truly achieve and reach their fullest potential. Right? So on one hand, on this extreme, I'm dealing with the fact that we don't even want people of certain color in our country, our country, that's what they call it, right? Because their ancestors happen to be somebody that they didn't do. They didn't, they didn't control that. They didn't decide who they were born as. But these fringe people are deciding that they don't even want blacks or brown people in America because they don't have the same culture. They don't have the same ideas. They're more violent. That's how they believe, right? And then on the other far left spectrum, right? I have people saying how sorry they feel for black people and brown people and how they need to lift them up and help them, right? I started to think to myself, it ain't about black people. It's not about brown people. Really what's going on here is white people are fighting with white people and they're using brown people as a ping pong. That's what's really going on here. That's why when you go to Antifa, uh, when Antifa shows up, it's mostly white people. When you go to Black Lives Matter stuff, you'll see a majority of a lot of white people. And then you go see the Jews will not replace us, white people. Right? And I'm going to get to the comments in, the, in a minute. I'll see you, David. Uh, but, like, even if I was a liberal, right? I look on the conservative side and I'll say, you know what? They make some very good points in a lot of areas. And I disagree with them on a wide variety of this, that, and the third, right? But that don't happen. That's over. That's over. As a conservative, you look on the liberal side and say, they make a good points here, there, and there, or whatever. But for the most majority part, they, they whack. They out, they out of whack, right? 
Because everybody's convinced they're 100% right. Everybody convinced. Who the hell do I think I am to feel like I got it all figured out? To believe that I have the answers to every single aspect. Ukraine and Russia? Got it. Donald Trump and Biden? Got it. Taxation policy? Got it. Racism in America? Got it. Who the hell do we think we are? Right? You know, to be honest, though, many of us are just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And now we have something called social media. What every dumb idea that the Internet can produce will produce. And now we are fighting, arguing over everything. If I gave you a subject, I can guarantee you, if you put a liberal and a conservative in the same room and you gave them a subject, I guarantee they'd probably be on opposing sides on almost every subject. And even if the subjects that they agreed with, they probably would agree on it for different reasons. Now, disagreeing don't make you an extremist. Right? Disagreement don't make you an extremist. You can disagree with other people because I stand on different political sides. What makes a person an extremist, right? What makes a person an extremist? Here is what makes a person an extremist. When a person offers you evidence that contradict what you believe and you don't have any evidence to, to, to counter it, any solid evidence to counter it, and you decide to overlook it or try to find a way around it with some nonsense in order to keep a position, that makes you an extremist. Regardless of what political position you hold. You're an extremist because you're not willing to change your mind. You have accepted a dogma. A political dogma that you're willing to keep despite what the evidence leads. That makes you an extremist. What else makes you an extremist, right? An extremist is when you're constantly, constantly looking for what the other side is doing wrong, but you never, ever, ever criticize your side. That makes you an extremist. If you can't find the things that are wrong with the people you agree with and who say they belong to the same party as you or the same political affiliation as you, you are an extremist. What else makes you a, uh, an extremist? Right? You're an extremist if you make excuses for people just because they belong to your side. When a person does something or exhibits an action or behavior that contradicts what their values are supposed to be or stands for the right thing and they do something you're supposed to call them out you're supposed to put them in their place and hold them accountable but if you overlook it you're an extremist right and extremism has become mainstream it's become so normalized that we don't even notice it so i took a few days off i started to evaluate I started to look, right? I hear myself talk all the time, right? So I took some time to just listen to what other people are saying. What are other people thinking? I started listening to it all. I started listening to the Blaze TV. I started listening to Glenn Beck. I started listening to Ben Shapiro. I started listening to Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles. I started listening to David Smalley. I started listening to the Young Turks. I started listening to Dave Rubin. I started to listen to everybody. Like, I just started listening to everything, right? I started listening to debates between the left and the right, Destiny, Vosh, Mr. Girl. I started listening to all of these different things, all of these different uh, streamers and YouTubers and people who have these big platforms. And I just started to listen, right? What, what happens when you listen? I didn't want to have my biases. I didn't want to say, well, he's wrong here. I just listen. 
what the hell are these people saying? Right? And I, I started to realize something. Nobody's changing anybody's minds. That's not the purpose. It's not to convince. An argument is supposed to try to convince someone of your position. These are not arguments. These are declarations of allegiance. I can 100% guarantee you with all of my mind and all of my heart that if we tune into one of these shows right here, right now, I can guarantee you whatever it is that they're talking about, it is supporting their side. It never changes. What happens when you eat the same food every single day, every single minute, every single hour, every single year? What happens? It doesn't do you any favors. You're not going to become enlightened. What you're going to do is become biased, right? You're going to become biased. Why do we live in a country where we only get two choices? Our last election, we got Joe Biden or we got Donald Trump. Ask yourself, there are over 350 million Americans in this country. And you only got two choices to choose from, right? And I can guarantee you that the Republicans and the, cons the Republicans and the Democrats know that you're going to choose one of them. And we know that we've locked you in because the moment you decide not to participate and vote, that other people will call you out. You're wasting your vote. You're wasting your vote. But guess what? Having the right to vote don't mean you got to vote. It means you have the right to choose to vote. And we can't even allow people not to vote. Like, you must participate in the political process or you can't complain. Huh? What if I just call BS? What if I just don't want to choose? Who, who, why do we live in a country where if you don't vote, then somehow you don't have a right to complain? Even if you vote, you're still part of the problem. Whether you vote or you don't vote, you're still part of the problem. Because we all know the system is broken. I don't care if you vote a Democrat or a Republican. Every one of us know that there are major issues in our political system. We all know it. And you keep talking about the lesser of two evils. No, what you're doing is enabling. You're enabling these people to continue doing the exact same things. Because every election cycle comes up. Guess what? You have to choose the lesser of two evils. It never changes. And it never will change because many of us don't have the balls or the guts to actually put up or shut up. We just keep playing the game because we're victims. We're just along for the ride. We're too small to make a difference. But guess what? The extremes, they control the conversation. The extremes, they're out there making things happen. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling.